Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard. Both mics. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to both mics as I struggle to pull our video up. There I am. There we are. Welcome yeah. to both mics, everybody. Both mics is a show about nothing and everything. That over there is Mike Safka. And that over there is Mike Taylor. And together we are both mics. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Welcome, guys. Show number 106. 106. You would think we have podcast. our crap together by now. Right, right. You know, or you know, at least some from fast internet. Yeah. Um, you can find us anywhere a podcast can be heard. <laughs> yes, we're on Podchaser now. We might be yes, going to YouTube. We might be going to a few new platforms here real soon because I'm hearing yeah. some things about. Uh, we might even be doing something different live here. We might go live all over, everywhere at one time. Because right now you can only catch us live on Twitch. I may be changing yep. that because I heard uh, some things about Twitch that didn't make me very happy recently. Something about them researching your accountability on other social media platforms than doing away with you on their platform because they didn't like what you said or you did on another platform. So I, I, I'm sure I'm flirting with disaster by mentioning that when we're on Twitch, but it is what it is. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Who knows? You know, everybody has has their rules and regulations and they're up here. But reality is usually down here. Yeah. I, there's some shit shows. You, you, ever go to, you ever have a job and you read your, your freaking job description like after you started working there and wonder why I'm not doing these like, things, why I'm doing these other things? Yeah. Right. And like, OK, what when was I supposed to be doing this? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, we talked yeah. about something on a previous show. We talked about samsung working with iFixit to let no. you work on your phone to do self-repair because right now you do self-repair on phones like uh like an apple phone or whatever you're that's it you're screwed it's like don't open the back of the tv you're gonna lose your warranty yeah. right exactly yeah well google is now joining in with samsung to allow self-repair with iFixit this is according to Verge.com. Google has become the latest manufacturer to partner with DIY repair specialist iFixit to offer spare parts for its devices. It's a deal that would make it far easier for the average customer to get parts to repair their own Pixel smartphone if it breaks. Parts like batteries, displays, and cameras will be available to purchase in the U.S., Canada, Australia, and U.K., and other European countries where the phones are sold. Parts will be available to purchase later this year, according to Google. Think it's a bad idea or a good idea? It's a it's a good idea. You know, it, it's probably going to be less expensive, and uh, you know, they probably plan on people trying to repair their phone and screwing it up, and then they have to bring it to google or they have to bring it to samsung to get it repaired what if the problem with you your know. phone is part of the planned obsolescence where yeah you know i refuse i i, I still got an s8 dude i i'm on an s8 that's what i that's, <laughs> that's what i'm on i don't know uh, mine mine is is slowly dying you know the, the battery is not 100 percent like it used to be um 
like I, the beginning of the show at seven o'clock, I started at uh, like 89%. I'm down to 59%. And uh, the only thing I'm running on here is, uh, is both, uh, both mics is, uh, was Twitch and had Facebook open. But yeah, if you keep your, keep your apps closed, you know, you're not, you know how to close out your apps, right? Yeah. Yeah. I try. Yeah, as long that. as you keep your apps closed. Yeah. But I, I'm not. There's some Real apps that suck a lot of energy out of your phone. Facebook is one yeah. of them. I mean, they did that will well, suck the hell out of it. The um, there is a setting that like it won't run in the background. You know, like if you close out a app, if you have the wrong permission on it, it'll keep running in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you have it, if you like, it's a setting only when in use. Keep open only when in use. Here, but uh, here's something I found my, interesting though. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. So my kids, they uh, their school, they have a a device outside the building that you press a button, you press your code, and you press enter, and the door opens or the door unlocks, and you can open it. A couple weeks ago, they said, "Hey, we're getting a new security system for the front door. You have to download this app." Okay, okay. Download the app, and the app says. You must keep this app open at all times. By keeping an app open at all times, it's going to suck the battery out of your damn phone. I use it once a day to drop off the kids. <laughs> Sometimes twice a day to pick up the kids. And I need to be like going into the settings every day and turn this thing off. No, no. So I'm like, hey, guys, you know, I told them your, your, your app wants us to keep it open all the time. This isn't going to work. And uh, like, will your old system still be working? They're like, yeah, you can use the old system until we, you know, uh, disassemble it or you know, until we turn it off. I'm like, oh, great. Well, so yeah. Th this now is I what need I my phone. This is what I find interesting here. Samsung's equivalent partnership with iFixit will, at launch, only cover select devices dating back to 2020. That would be the Galaxy hmm. S20. Are you fucking kidding me? Though it says it so plans it, to expand the program over time. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Expanding the program, <coughs> do they mean like in 2023 they'll they'll expand it by one more year? Yeah, they'll well, keep it at 2020, 2020 to 2023. So as time goes on, it does expand. But it expands forward, not backwards. Phones are like eleven hundred dollars, dude. And if I had a yeah. if I bought an S twenty and I need repair already. I'm not fixing it myself, dude. I'm taking it back to where I got it and going, yo, it's a piece of shit. Hook me up. It shouldn't right. ha that shouldn't be the case, dude. In two years. Yeah. Now I was going yeah. through a phone every 18 months. That, that was a fact. I was going through because I was beating the shit out of it and I was using it for 20 hours during the day. That I ran a business through it basically. So it, it would happen in every eight. So I would just buy the and I would tell them. I would tell the service providers. When are you going to provide? Un this is back in 04 or so. When, when are you going to or right. 02 even? When are you going to provide unlimited service? When are you going to provide unlimited messaging? When you and then when data became big after 07, 08, when are you going to you know give me unlimited data? And they would all laugh. Ha 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 ha! That would never happen. That will never happen. Ha ha! I was like, you know, right. you ought to make the phone like a lease. Like, I'll just pay X amount of dollars. And when you come out with a new phone, I can trade up and it's not going to cost me out of pocket, basically. Ha, ha, ha. That will never happen. Well, it, it does happen. It happens every day. You got to pay for it, but it does happen now. Yep. Here's my yep. thing. If I'm paying $1,100 for a phone in two years, that son of a bitch better still work. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I take care of my phones. I have an OtterBox. Every time 
<clears throat> when I left BlackBerry and went to Samsung phones in 2013, 12, 2012, two, one of those years, I've had four phones in 10 years. I've had an OtterBox on every one of them. I've never had a cracked screen until this phone. And it has a very small crack at about nine o'clock on the on the on the screen. And you can barely tell it's there. Well, one of the so. things I don't like about this phone here, and this is a refurbished one they sent me. I thought I'd get the automatic upgrade because I pay I have the insurance and I paid the extra for that. Right. These phones don't right. take flight very well. Like if you throw it across the room, it doesn't like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. My my daughter had a, a phone that used to do that all the time. Yeah, well, I, you know, if you pay eleven hundred dollars for something, you probably shouldn't be throwing it. I get it, I get it. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, she she had a bad habit. I um, we we've actually had to send her our old phones because of uh, her her activities with flight and phones. And I actually have, I think this is a, a Note Nine or Galaxy Note Nine. I think I have my eight or seven in in the closet. So if anybody needs a Galaxy Note 7 from five years ago, you're welcome to it. It comes with an OtterBox. Well, I like what Google's looking at doing here because with their Pixel phones, they're saying yeah. Pixel spare parts will be sold individually as well as in fixed kits. And a fixed kit will come with the tools to carry out the necessary repairs. Because I could just see That's somebody cool. there with a hammer and a screwdriver trying to right. pry it open, you know. Pair, pair of channel locks. Vice grips. So Google so already a has idea. a partnership with a number of professional repair shops. There are also trade-in and recycling programs available when you no longer want to keep your device. So overall, I think this is a good thing. Because you're, you're a repair-it-yourself guy, right? You're a do-it-yourself do yeah. guy? Yep. You do. You work on cars and all that stuff, right? Yes, exactly. <clears throat> cars, mowers, things, stuff, places, houses. Well, Google's in the news again here because they've, uh -oh. they're doing something here. They're allowing you to use multi-search. This is something new. This is according to uh, TechCrunch.com. Google announced that it's rolling out multi-search feature that allows users to search using text and images at the same time via Google Lens, the company's oh, cool. image recognition technology. Google first, first teased the functionality last September at its Search On event and said it would be launching the feature in coming months after testing and evaluation. Starting today, which was yesterday, the new multi-search functionality is available as a beta feature in English in the United States. Wow. So there you go. You could take a picture or something with your phone and you can find it. You can search via the, the image. Here's the thing, you know, you had your your different things, your missed opportunities, you know, take a shift, leave a shift. Yes. And things like that. Um, I have had I've had different inventions I've come up with in my mind over over decades and, of course, have no outlet to uh, to come up with a way to get it into production. Well, see, that's the difference between you, me and Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. <clears throat> right. And shit. They have the ability to do that. Now, here's the thing. Um, searching by image is something I came up with in 2005. You know, you, you ever have a picture or something? You're like, what the heck is this? Yeah. 
you know, you just can't figure it out. Or you, or you pick something up off the ground, and you're like, I, "What is this?" I usually have those moments after using the restroom. <laughs> well, yeah, not, not everything is corn. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. <sighs> so, yeah, I actually came up to my son and my nephew and said, "Hey, guys, you guys are computer guys. You need to figure this out to be able to search." an image or search a picture of something and figure out what in the world it is, that would be perfect. Well, and then like, well, I don't a couple years confuse, later. Yeah. Google I don't actually want to use this because Google years ago, I can remember back in like 10 or so, they had something called Google goggles. Do you remember that? Where Google goggles, it was designed to identify objects. It wasn't necessarily designed like this one looks like it's designed where you can take a picture of it and search the internet for that item it won't just be a, right. an answer box it'll tell you where to get it and how much it is cool yeah but i know google's had that image search for for a while now um <clears throat> now here's the thing a couple of years ago i actually went on I think last year or the year before i went online to the u.s patent service to uh look for my inventions and the two, two of the three are actually already being patented. All right. So what about the third one? The third one is, is different. It's right. not on there, but it's not a, not a huge thing. But actually, it has to do with police. So maybe I can get a, an in with a certain police department. There you go. There you go. I think you should um, do it. All right. Uh, what those other items were, I'll reveal them now. You, okay, you, you hit your brakes, what happens? Your car slows down, obviously. Hopefully. Yes. And then lights go on in the back. Yes. If you tap your brakes, yes. those lights go on. If you slam on your brakes, those same lights go on. Right. How can I be behind you and tell you which one you're doing? Right? So if you hit your brakes, red lights come on. If you slam on your brakes, purple lights come on. Hmm. And that tells me that you're slowing down extremely fast. I need to get my shit together and stop. Well, they, they have a, a mechanism out because we used to sell it on vehicles when I was in the auto business. It's a flashing light. When you step on yeah. your brake, it's, it's scientifically proven that most people will respond quicker to a flashing red light. So it'll flash five times and then on a the fifth time <coughs> it'll stay solid. So that's to alert yeah. you. That's that top window that light like on your trunk area or whatever the third it's light the third light yeah that came out in 1987 there you go. became mandatory um yeah so invention i thought of which is patented and to a degree you know of a device that's like it um now baby car seats kids in the back seat being left in there in the summertime and dying why is there no, you know, there's a, an, an indicator that tells the car whether the seatbelt's on or off, right? So that's one thing for seatbelts. But integrate a baby seat in the same thing. You leave the car with that baby seat intact, buckled up. Why doesn't an alarm go off? I think the alarm should go off before you get in a car with the kids. I mean, if you can't remember your kid, in the, and, and I know I forget stuff. I, I do. But I can right. honestly tell you, dude, having four kids, I've never left one in a car. I, 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 I right. don't see how here. that's humanly possible. I, I mean, I see it's possible, but I don't understand right. that. 
Right. And and my wife says the same thing. I, I don't see how people could do that. If you're off your routine and you have a specific routine that you do, boom, that's how. You or, know? or maybe it's, you're at, it, at the bar and a kid was inconvenient for you at noontime, so you're at the bar plowing some 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 shots back and that kid's just inconvenient so he's just gonna sit in the car for a while with the windows up <coughs> like we did when we were little we're still here hey I'm, my sister and i were driving cars when we were five sitting in the car you know you'd sit at the steering wheel and you you'd uh pretend like you're driving well one time my sister did that and she kicked the car out of gear when you could do that without the key being in and the car right. rolled into another car in the parking lot <laughs> <laughs> they announced wow. the car in the store and my mom came out and uh, you know but the guy had put the car back in park and it was this big thing like oh no big deal there's just a little dent no big deal you know that's how it used to be back in the day you know right now exactly. everybody's out grabbing their neck and their back talking about i'm gonna sue you don't go nowhere i'm taking pictures <laughs> you're on film yeah yeah we i can't I can't even count how many times my mother has taken us to doctor's appointments that she's had to go to and left us in the car, you know. Yeah, the but the windows of... probably weren't up all the way, and it wasn't no. 90 in Florida with 100% right. humidity. It'd be like New York City, you know, White Plains, things like that. Yeah, no big deal. Nowadays, you can't you can't do that at all. You can't even leave your keys in the car. You know what I mean? You can't do anything. You know, yeah. you, you can't even leave your... Take your keys in with you to the quick trip or the Circle K or whatever. Take your keys with you and leave your windows down. You can't even do that. Shit will be gone right. from your car. Your car will be gone. Your kids will be gone. There was a time uh, I had a Hyundai and it, up in New York, and I worked for uh, a, you know, Frito-Lay at the time. And I used to listen to Howard Stern on the way to work. Was that the green one? My no. Okay. Now, you remember the green one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got hit by the gate at, at Disney. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because I didn't want to stop and swipe my card. I wanted to get in there before the next guy came. Yep. So go ahead. Your Hyundai uh, in New York. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was a white one. And uh, I, I drove about an hour to get from Orange County down to Westchester. And my first stop was a Sam's Club. And I'd pull in there about 6 o'clock or so. <laughs> listening to Howard Stern, uh, turned the car off and I'm still listening until the next commercial. You know, he stuff he talked about, who knows, must have been interesting, I guess. Uh, so get out of the car, walk over to Sam's club, buzz the buzzer, go inside. First thing I do is I walk up front, I go to the bathroom, I come out of the bathroom and I can see straight back down into the receiving area, out the door to where my car should have been parked. Uh Oh, and my car is not parked there, but my buddy Joe, his Tasty Cake truck is parked there. Nice. Or No, Arnold, Arnold Bread. One of those guys. One of those things. But he was a bread vendor of some sort. And his truck was parked where my car was, and they're calling me back. You know, hey, Mike, come here. I'm like, oh, great. Joe, Joe hit my car. And my buddy hit my car, and this is not going to be cool. So I go back there, and I keep walking. They're like, yeah, your car rolled away and rolled underneath that tractor trailer. <laughs> oh shit like you gotta be kidding me and joe was parked where i was parked and it was a flat area and then it kind of rolled downhill a little bit into like the where the bays were for the tractor trailers to to unload so my car <coughs> i had it turned off i had the key in my hand but the car was in drive 
Wow, that's crazy. It won't let you do that nowadays. Well, this was back in 92, 93. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would think with an automatic transmission car that it wouldn't let it do it then. You know, that was modern times. Yeah. Yeah, air conditioning in that car. Crazy. Uh, yeah, so the car was on such a flat ground that it didn't roll under the truck until I got inside the building. Wow. So it must have rolled back slowly and rolled underneath. And it busted out the back windows and the, the very back window. So three windows were, were busted out. And, of course, it was a tempered glass, so it was little shards of glass flying all over the car while I was driving all over Westchester. Uh, I got pulled over, and the cop's like, what are you doing driving this? <laughs> I'm like, it just happened. So, yeah. Oh, I thought uh, he was saying because it was a Hyundai. Well, that too. <laughs> but, hey, I used to yeah, sell those things. <laughs> I know. I know. That's why I'm mentioning it to you. But, yeah, ni- a 92 Hyundai XL. Nice. Uh, cheap as can be. And, uh, yeah. The, the car, I was able to take the key out of the ignition, go inside, and while the car was in drive, and it just rolled back under a tractor trailer. Nice. I had a similar experience when I was in high school. I went uh, went out to a movie or something with the girl I was seeing in school or something, and I came out to go to my car and go somewhere else. It was my truck. It was a little Toyota truck that I had, and it was gone. And I was like wow. standing there looking around and the lady at the ticket booth said, are you looking for a blue truck? And I'm like, holy shit. Yes. And she goes here. I have this note for you. And I'm like, what? And I open up the note and it says F you on it. It was from one of my friends and he knew I had a hiding <laughs> key on a truck and he came up to the mall by the movie theater and he saw my truck. So he went and got the key, moved the truck and nice. he came around the corner laughing and shit it was pretty funny, but. All right, I'm going to put the brakes on the show. You know, I like to do this every once in a while. I like to wheel out the sad puppy that just got run over (coughs) or something to really, you know, you'll hear a lot of clicking, people tuning out and shit. But, okay, I'm going to go right forward here. This is a couple from Indiana. Have you heard about these folks? No. See that RV in the top right-hand corner of the picture? Yes. Okay. That's like a 24 footer. Yes. Yes. This is according to people.com woman who went missing with husband during RV trip reveals what happened and how she survived. Beverly Baker 69 was released from the hospital in Reno on Wednesday and told relatives that both their RV and SUV got stuck after they followed bad GPS directions. Her husband Ron did not survive the ordeal. She was found alive in the Nevada mountains after going missing for over a week with her husband. Beverly Barker and her husband Ron disappeared last week. The RV was last seen in Nevada at a gas station. She was found Tuesday and and sent to a Reno hospital, but sadly her husband died. He was 70. What had happened was uh, their GPS told them to go this way, so they went that way. And they saw other vehicles, and they thought that They were fine. You know, they thought there were other campers and stuff, and they were towing a Kia SUV behind them. Okay. Apparently, they got lost on March 27th, and their RV got stuck that night. The next morning, Beverly and Ron, who's 72, got into the Kia SUV they had been towing to go and look for help. They didn't think about bringing food or water or blankets. They just made this route. Well, about two miles from the RV, 
the SUV got stuck again. Now, these are elderly wow. people. This lady uses a walker right. to get around. Well, it was very cold where they were at the time. She actually, to help them survive, she was getting a backpack or a satchel of some sort, going out and walking several hundred feet without her walker or wheelchair to get snow for them to bring back so they'd have something to drink. As the days and nights Unreal. passed, Ronnie told her he was dying, and she said, I know. And they knew it was dehydration. So this guy literally died of dehydration. It's crazy. Wow. This is a guy who spent 26 <coughs> years in the Air Force, a veteran of our country, and this has happened. It's a sad situation. So uh, anyway, they got a GoFundMe and all that stuff out there. After a search at a motorhome, it was determined there was no foul play because we've seen that situation with foul play. And they've been able to locate and follow the tire tracks from the couple's car, which they found alongside the the couple about two miles away. So, sad situation. That goes to show you, no matter if you're out and about, bring bottled water with you or something. I mean, that maybe that wouldn't have right. well, got them six days or whatever, but still. Yeah. Well, you would think they would have some kind of supplies in the RV. Well, that's what they know? did. They had supplies in the RV. But they took the car and yeah. they went. They were like, well, that's stuck. And they didn't bring anything with them. Wow. Yeah, I'm surprised that they they did that. You're out in the middle of nowhere. <coughs> a remote area. It's going to take several hours for rescue people to even get to you if they know where you are. Right? That's the thing. No one knows where they are. Well, I would and think if they the, had a the GPS, thing. they would have had, I mean, maybe, is there no cell phone service there? Did they not have cell phones? It's very possible. There are and older people you do, who, you know, I don't consort with the robot race. You know, they, they, they right. don't want phones. But if they do have cell phones and they're not plugged in, so say you start off at like 70% juice and you don't need it for a couple hours, boom, your, your cell phone is, is out of luck with the spotty service probably more than likely. If they're, if they're someplace where no one else is around, yeah. Now, here's the thing with, the, with GPS – we went to the uh, the Clay County Fair last weekend. Yeah, I saw uh, pictures. Look, look a little a little what's hot in Florida type of thing going. Yeah. Uh, just north of uh, just yeah, just west of where we are in San, San Antonio, San Antonio, uh, San Augustine, and uh, it's literally a like a 19 mile drive. It's supposed to take 25 minutes to get there. Well. With GPS, it took us about two hours to get there. Saturday was such a rain out that everybody went on Sunday. So it was literally like a mile, mile and a half back up. So the GPS was taking us on back roads to get us past most of the traffic. And you could tell a lot of people were using GPS to get past the traffic. And we're going down like neighborhood roads, cutting through like subdivisions. <laughs> You know, you, you can tell these roads weren't like don't aren't driven by anybody but the people who live there. But now, with the advent of of GPS, these are are viable routes that people are being taken on to get shortcuts to at least in this case the Clay County Fairgrounds. And we actually we took two. There was there was a stretch of probably a half a mile that we could have stayed on the road. And it would have taken us directly to the Clay County Fairgrounds. But 
GPS was saying, make a right turn here. Go down, go over, come back a little bit, keep going down this way, then take this dirt road. Down this dirt road. Dude, seriously, get on this dirt road and get back on County Road 16 to avoid a good chunk of the traffic to go to the Clay County Fairgrounds. I, uh, you know, yeah, if if I wasn't a person that could calm myself down, the anxiety level would have been pegged at 10 trying to get to the Clay County Fair. I bet. You know, deep breath. But yeah, um, it was open till 11 o'clock and granted it was Sunday. We didn't plan on staying until 11 o'clock, but I, you know, I figured it doesn't matter what time we get there. Right. We need to go there, just have some fun. Yeah. The kids had a great time. They had uh, they had comedians there. They had magicians there. They had a pirate there, all kinds of stuff for the kids. Uh, they love the animals. We actually had to go back and visit the animals the second time. Do you know what but, the, yeah. uh, are you familiar with the pirate alphabet? The pirate alphabet? Yes. The first letter Does it start with R. All right. Never mind. Yeah. Sorry. Bad. Yeah. I heard you're getting a bunny soon, though. A rabbit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where did you hear this? Facebook, dude. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. No. No, we're not. Attention. We are not getting a bunny. Get two of them. Maybe they'll breed. Oh man! All right, so I want you to. Uh, here's a guy holding up pictures of two two people here. Okay, right. what do you think these Einsteins did? These two people in this picture. Um, stole a car. No, these two Alabama people are charged with a takeover of a Florida beach town. <laughs> okay. Here's cops. Oh, yeah, here's a picture of cops. taking over a beach town? Yes, this is... If you you go to the mayor's office and sit in his chair, does that mean you took over the town? I don't know. I was confused by that, so I read the article. This is according to abcnews.go.com. Two Alabama men are accused of inciting or encouraging a riot after authorities said messages were spread online encouraging the spring break takeover of a Florida beach town. More than 160 people were arrested. About 75 illegal guns were confiscated. And several businesses closed during a wild weekend late last month in Panama City Beach. Social media influencers and others promoted Panamaniac on Facebook and other social platforms. Demarion Taekwon Cooper and Rashad Boyce Clasper. <coughs> were arrested at their homes in the Alabama cities of Troy and Wetahumpka. Law enforcement determined Cooper and Glasper played a substantial role in promoting and influencing their followers to create this disorder without with a propensity for violence. More arrests are expected. No takeover. Now, they're saying takeover events are planned later this month in Destin, Florida, and they're circulating on social media already. Sheriff's officials in Walton, Okaloosa County said they won't tolerate lawlessness during upcoming weekends in the part of Florida Panhandle. The purge. There you go. I think it's pretty funny. This is like that thing with the uh, Area 51 thing. All of a sudden, a million people said they were going. They can't stop us all. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway. It happened like a dozen people showed up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to put up another picture of some Einsteins. What do you think these two Einsteins did? 
um, uh, keg stands. No, but these are teenagers. Mm. They're they're two two male teenagers here. They're from Bellevue, Florida. You know where that is? It's just outside Ocala. Okay. 16-year-old killed when teens wearing body armor take turns shooting each other in Florida. So <sighs> the one who's not pictured is dead. I would imagine. A 16-year-old boy was killed, this is according to ClickOrlando.com, when he and another teen took turns shooting at each other while wearing a form of body armor. The department said Joshua Vining and Colton Whitler, both 17, were arrested Thursday in connection with the fatal shooting of Christopher Leroy Broad Jr. Police said officers responded to the shooting around 7 p.m. Sunday at the 10400 block of Southeast 52nd Court, where they found the victim shot inside a residence. The department said the boy was taken to the hospital where he later died. Wow. I... Uh. <sighs> This is something like you'd see on Jackass or something like that, right? Exactly. Exactly. Here, put on this vest. Let's see if it works. <laughs> right? <laughs> so they're going to get charged with with probably something like, you know, criminal mischief or illegal discharging of a gun. I, I can't see them. Like, well, I guess you could charge them with murder. It was, well, second degree. You know, it's not intentional, but it's premeditated. This is crazy. But it wasn't. Uh, I'm surprised this other person's not getting charged. Not yet. I'm, I'd be surprised if they don't. According to the two teens arrest affidavits, an 18-year-old was with the group. The 18-year-old is identified as Evan Valwell. He recorded the shooting on his cell phone and turned over the footage to be used as evidence. <coughs> Broad wow. Whitler and at least one other juvenile had a 9mm gun and a vest. And they were asking, had anyone ever seen anyone get shot with a bulletproof vest on? In the video, Broad is allegedly seen firing a single shot at Vining, who was wearing the vest. As Whitler stood by, after Broad and Vining switched roles, Vining shot Broad in the vest once. Broad nodded, and Vining then shot Broad four more times. <laughs> Jesus Jeez. Christ, dude. Wow. Wow. Wow, I, I don't mean to laugh. It just it's. It, well, you're laughing at the stupidity of it. I I mean when 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 you were a kid, you did stupid <coughs> shit, right? Uh, daily. Did you did the thought ever cross your mind? Put on a vest and shoot somebody. I mean, no, did, no. We this to, is we used to take. This is all part of the. Uh, the video game thing. What's that game where you can Grand Theft Auto, where you can drive a car, get out, grab a hooker's purse, punch her in the face, you carjack somebody, take a gun, you know? It just this is what yep. this is. Yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. We we used to take like my dad had guns in the house, but he never had bullets that matched the guns that he had. So, like, my dad would have, like, spare 22 bullets running around. And we used to take those bullets and throw them in the fire. Nice. You know, That's make, a, make, a, make a fire in the backyard and, and put the bullets in the fire. Um, yeah. So, so what does a 22 do in a fire? Does it shoot out? I guess. It never shot me or my friends. So, <laughs> I guess we're good. Yeah. All right. 
Do you remember this story uh, a little ways back? We covered it here. That's Lady Gaga up on twitch.tv slash both mics. Lord. She's carrying okay. one of her dogs, one of her little pug dogs or whatever they are there. Yeah. Well, if you remember this story from a while ago, Lady Gaga's dog walker was shot. Okay. So there's the dog walker on the left. There's the alleged shooter on the right. So I'm surprised the shooter then took the dog. It was a whole big thing about the dogs missing and all this stuff. They got right. the dogs back. Wards. Yeah. Well, they released that shooting, that shooter. They released him from jail by mistake. Oops. James Howard Jackson, who's accused of shooting Ryan Fisher, who was walking Lady Gaga's dogs. That was on February 24th, 2021. Well, he's been released from jail accidentally, so. Did he look like another guy that should have been released? That's and racist, just picked the wrong guy? say that. That's racist. Stop. Stop. All right. Now it's time uh, that's again. That's the only thing I can think of. It's time again for my second favorite part of the show, if I can okay. find it here. I almost speak too soon. <clears throat> Where is it? Holy it's crap. over there. Over there. No, no. Over over there. Yes, over there. Yes. Right. Here it is. Fast looking alien. Where? That's a pretty good robot. He's a little bit of an alien too, but I think he's mostly he's an alien. You could be an alien robot, right? Like not all. I computed the aliens. They are capable of sinister and dangerous acts. You weird alien man! Alright, at least I remembered to turn the sound up on this one. That, that, I'm, I was I'm wondering. Proud of myself for that there. Alright, the alien update. This is when we talk about yes. the seven or so people out of seven billion on the planet that are obviously influenced by aliens if they're not aliens themselves they don't have this much more power this much more technical know-how this much more money it's just amazing these people all have progressed our society and our culture to heights unknown in even recent years we're talking about musk bezos zuckerberg people like that obviously these people are all aliens and have alien Alien interference, alien aid, alien something. Well, according to Chimney.com, that's C-H-I-M-N-I-I-I.com, we reported something wrong last week, Mike, and when we make a mistake here, we're going to come out and say it. I said that the cyber truck was gone away. It's going bye-bye. I am very much mistaken, okay? I was hoping. Because there's uh -oh. Musk at that Gigafactory in Texas at the grand opening, at the cyber rodeo, as he called it, there's the cyber oh, truck. The cyber truck is back. Now, Ugh. I have a bunch of these pictures I'm going to show of the cyber truck. Tesla, All of right. course, staged the cyber rodeo event to commemorate the opening of the $1.1 billion factory. The event featured multiple art displays creating using hundreds of drones flying in formation. So you were right. That was drones that we showed in 105. Yes. There. Yes. Yada, 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 yada. 
yada, yada 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 here's a bunch of pictures of this truck though it looks pretty cool all right looks all right no less boxy than what we saw before there's the back end there's the tail it looks a little different there's the inside you've never seen the inside before does not look like it dumb, has a steering impressive. wheel does it? it looks like it has handles it looks like a like a pilot what do they call a thing all right so this is a this is what the batteries look like this is in another tesla vehicle and i'm going to show you a closer picture of that doesn't it look like the tops of a bunch of double a batteries all crammed together it does but it's probably a little bit bigger than them they're probably like the size of a can of soda oh yeah yeah easily that's it looks like a couple hundred of them easily there's yeah one two three four one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen six i don't know probably a hundred in a stack there there's probably about 400 battery cells shown here in the picture yeah I, I, each sec like the bottom section there shows about 120 yeah. so it's probably like 500 altogether but I had never imagined that that's what that looked like. I thought it looked different. And, and it just goes to show you the difference in what's going on now. Because you see, that's like the, un, this is like in the, uh, in almost embedded in the chassis. Like in between those bars on right. the sides of the chassis there. So you're actually sitting on these batteries. Used to be they were yep. in a trunk. Used to be in the electric car you couldn't fit nothing in a trunk because it was all batteries it was you know you could fit right, like right. a purse or something yeah, now in the, the trunk the chassis is now part of it isn't this crazy dude which makes me wonder <clears throat> didn't didn't samsung have a phone that would blow up all the time ah you're coming around to my way of thinking now yes yes <laughs> picture taking your your model that you just made, the yep. DeLorean, Back to the and sit it on top. Five hundred AA batteries. You think that would? Do you think that would power that thing? Yeah. Yeah. I well, think it would, it would be sufficient. I, you I, know, we need a, you need one hundred and twenty one gigawatts in order to to run the hey, DeLorean. Hey, hey, hey! This is a family show. <laughs> The Giga Texas structure is the most advanced automobile factory the Earth has ever seen, Elon Musk noted. To begin, he noted that the company has also begun manufacturing 4680 batteries in-house at its Austin factory, which could eventually become one of the world's largest cell factories. Here's my problem with all this. Everything goes away. Yeah. After a certain time, things are obsolete or things are not useful. Take right. nuclear waste, for instance. It was a cost to do in business. Right. Now they've buried these barrels of nuclear waste. Who knows where? What's going to happen in 20 years with all these cars? With all these volatile batteries? With all these high-tech metals in them? Who knows what's going to happen? Right. Yeah. And they're worried about styrofoam. Yeah. Or they're worried about straws. So now you get a paper straw and a plastic wrapper. I mean, what? Stop! Stop it already. Anyway, the raw materials are, are alarming to me that go in these batteries here, but I'll get to more of that in just a second. Because people are dying to go to sleep. That's why they buy this bed. Have you heard about this uh -oh. bed? 
No. These are wall beds. That's a bed that folds into the wall. They used to call them Murphy beds back in the day. It's a Murphy bed. Yeah. Right. Looks like a Murphy bed. It has like a, a cabinet. It's like the in it's like the inset of a giant entertainment center with a shelving unit on the right and the left, and the bed pops out the middle there, okay? These right. are sold by Amazon. This particular model is sold by Amazon and Costco. They're all being recalled after a woman is crushed to death. There have been 60 One woman. There have been 60 reported incidents of the beds detaching from the wall and injuring customers. Oh, wow. Nearly 130,000 wall beds were made on the market about eight years are being recalled after one fell on a 79-year-old woman in 2018 and killed her. Why are we finding out about this now? This is dated today. This is according to Fox Business. This is crazy. Okay. Best Star or B Star and the CPSC jointly announced the recall of 129,000 Best Star wall beds due to serious impact and crushing hazards. The walls, the wall beds can detach from the wall and fall onto those nearby, posting serious impact and crushing hazards. Yeah, if if it's not if it's not done according to directions, you know. But who follows directions? Well, did I those bookcases? Go ahead. Those bookcases on either side of the bed, if, if, for people at home who aren't watching, uh, it looks like you have a three-foot book, bookcase on either side of a queen-size bed, and uh, the queen-size bed folds up and folds down. Now, those bookcases are supposed to be bolted to the wall, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, you get a, uh, an average guy like and you and me, Mike. Uh, what's the chances we're going to take the time to bolt the thing to the wall after we spent for that. hours putting it together? <laughs> I don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah, there's no time for that. <clears throat> All right. A, um, a whoa, star, best star per collection. Queen Murphy bed kit, 115 inches. And it's very similar to the one that you were showing there online. You can get it in white, bark gray, chocolate. And it runs between $2,700 and $3,600. Let's see. They're still for sale. So they they can't be that much of a recall. What's the recall? Well, the recall, they probably probably send you a a bunch of bolts in the mail. They're trying to track uh, down all the people that bought them. Because, you know, on Amazon and Costco, they can track stuff via memberships. So they at least know who the people are. They say affected customers are urged to use a professional installer. So you hit that one on the head. I think Ikea a few years back had a problem with dressers falling on toddlers because yep. kids were climbing up. So then they had, to, they had to put out a latch. They had to send everybody these latches where you screwed it into the wall to hold on to the dresser. They're saying yep. that the consumers are entitled to a free inspection to see if their wall beds need to be reinstalled according to the recall. If that is the case, affected customers are urged to use a professional installer. Bester said it will reimburse customers for the cost, which is estimated to range between $170 and $207 for certain models and between $338 and $414 for others. That sounds like more than the bed. It must be noted here that Amazon stock was down 2% today. Costco was down 1.3%. The recall includes... The bed names, the Nebula, Pur, or Pure, P-U-R. That's the one I'm looking at right here. Versatile, P-U-R. Edge, Celo, Andrea, Lumina, Orion, and 
Novello <coughs> full and queen wall beds, according to the recall. So I don't know if you have a wall bed or know somebody who does maybe give them a ring, go by their house, make sure they're not trapped under that bed. Make sure they're still alive. <laughs> yeah. So Amazon has them here at 26, $2,746 to $3,451. And uh, if you want the white one, you can get it between May 3rd, May 17th. If you want the, uh, the gray one, April 26th to May 9th. And if you want the chocolate one, May 13th to June 6th. So much for two-day shipping with Prime, huh? Right. <clears throat> well. Yeah. And uh, was it uh, Ikea actually has a service where you can get things you know, professionally put together. And uh, at one point, I actually thought about applying. Because, like, I guess you could do your own small business and be like an LLC yeah. and contract to Ikea to have to put, you know, these things together for people and, uh, you know, make money doing it. But I didn't think there would be a, enough. You know, it's it's all time. If yeah. it takes too much time, it's not worth the money. Yeah. Well, this is so. a, a, Nissan's <clears throat> in the news. We talked about the batteries just a few minutes ago that Tesla has. Yep. yep. Nissan says its batteries are a potential bomb. And like I was just saying. Exactly. You know? This is what batteries overheat. This is what their new batteries are. And they're coming right out and saying this. The engineering guru leading Nissan's quest for solid state batteries wants to disabuse people of the notion that the solid state is inherently safer than today's lithium ion packs. The next generation okay. solid state batteries don't have a flammable flammable liquid electrolyte but they do cram a lot more energy that could make for some unpleasant fireworks if something goes haywire. So again, you could tell this sits on the bed in between the rails on the chassis there. Again, you're sitting on a bomb as you're riding down the road, but it's right next to the gas tank too. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what you're doing anyway with a gas tank. I get it. You're riding on a bomb, but I don't think a gas tank yeah. covers the hole underneath of a car. Basically. It's crazy. Yeah takes up a lot of room and, and the weight is probably you know astronomical i wonder if i wonder if like i know in new jersey when you register a car it register you register it and you pay by the weight of the car yeah my mustang being a lot less than my dad's lincoln not lincoln uh mercury marquee yeah my, yeah, yeah. my freaking mustang the trunk of the marquee that's how big that thing is and and he would pay like double what i would pay but then again, my car was also 17 years old. Well, the the difference yeah. here and what we saw before when they had the solid state battery pack, they're saying they can more or less double the range. They can get about 600 miles instead of 200 to 300 miles with these solid state batteries. That could okay. be a game changer, but we'll have to see. The jury's still out, I guess. Right. So, so lithium is out already? Well... Certain comp certain countries have all the lithium, so it's going to be hard. Yeah, we used to have the lithium. Right. Hell, we used to have uranium. We used to have a lot of things. All right, we talked about this last week. Sad situation involving the free fall, the free fall ride, yes. where that Icon Park on I Drive in Orlando, yes, Florida. This is according to Fox 13 News out of Tampa. 
The Orlando Freefall expert says Florida law loophole on display of max weights on the ride. There's a loophole. So they're saying this needs to really? be closed temporarily. <clears throat> this kid, okay. this kid, we showed him last last week. I know it's sad. Tyree Simps- Sampson, 14, died after falling off the Orlando Freefall ride at Icon Park in Orlando on March 24th. An operating manual for the Orlando Freefall states that the maximum passenger weight is just over 286 pounds. Sampson right. was 6'5 and reportedly weighed 360 pounds. That's a wow. big teenager. Okay. It's a big 14-year-old. Yes. Right. The loophole in the Florida law prevented the operator of the ride from being required to display the weight requirement outside the ride. He said Florida law states that they can only enforce the posting of certain rider requirements and things like weight, height, health considerations if the manufacturer requires it or recommends it. The manufacturer's operating manual for the 430 feet Orlando freefall states that the height and several other limitations for the ride such as large people must be displayed on the ride but maximum weight is not one of them and that's the loophole of sorts so they can't they can't just say you can't be you can't be big what how big is big (laughs) you know right it's a relative term it's crazy I mean here's a kid was playing football and everything kid kid looks like an NFL player already 6'5 360 Right. Unreal. Yeah, they say uh, something to the effect that he was able to hold on until the ride started to stop. You know, it, it free falls and then, wow. then it puts on the brakes really quick. And then, you know, what's that do? You know, a, a, an object in motion wants to stay in motion. So he just kept going. And that's when he fell out because he was holding on for dear life. That's crazy. Again, I'm putting the brakes on the show. Sorry about that. I'll take that picture off right away here. Mike, you you may recognize this company here. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. That would be American Airlines. Ah, yes, American Airlines. They're very innovative. They're on the cutting edge. They They are doing things and making things happen leaps and bounds. As a matter of fact... They just came up with an idea to save everybody time and money and save the climate at the same time because that's important because we're all going to die in 12 years. The earth's going to end because of climate change, right? American Airlines offers bus as flight connections in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Isn't that cutting edge? This is what they're doing. You pay for the flight and then they put you on a bus. That's exciting. Yes. Oh, and, and not even a cool bus. No, it's the regular bus. It's a Prevost bus. Probably seats about 60 people, like, 40 people, whatever. It's got American like Airlines. Says, uh, how can they well, do I, this? I, say, I, like, I like the way it says American on the side. Not American Airlines. It says American. Oh, I'm sure they're going to change that because that's going to offend somebody that they use the word American. <laughs> The big picture, airlines are facing pilot shortages and soaring prices for jet fuel, compounding logistical and economic challenges that have seen the industry cut many flights from pre-pandemic schedules. Only around 80% of flights offered in 2019 were still operating in 2021, the Washington Post reported, so that must be true. I just find this whole thing fascinating that... I'm in New Jersey or Pennsylvania and they expect me to pay for like a flight, but they're going to put me on a bus. 
The landline's right. going to provide 50 to 70 mile rides to and from airports in Allentown, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania, and Atlantic City, New Jersey. Ah, there we go. There's the tie-in. Atlantic City. Well, Atlantic City, believe it or not, actually has an international airport. And it's also one of the training centers for air traffic controllers, in case you ever get 